Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Off The Beat and Track Podcast. I'm your host, I'm Stu Whiffin. It's another week, therefore it's another episode. Every once in a while, I record an episode that Shuts me up, and uh, you know I love a, a little a little music matter. And uh, my guest today is Peter Rayburn, um, who most of you will know for his his film score work. Um, Peter's story over the last few years is absolutely remarkable. Um, my friend Ben reached out and said you need to to speak to Peter on the podcast because this this story is special, and the art that has come out of it. Uh, is remarkable. Ben wasn't lying. Um, you're in for a real treat today. This is a, a, an amazing story. Um, and, and I won't say too much more because I don't want to give anything away because I want you to listen to um, the story uh, from the mouth of Peter because it's it's fascinating and inspiring uh, and, 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 and truly wonderful uh, what has come from it. And... Uh, and yeah, um, one of them ones that don't get me wrong. Like that, it's by no means a, a miserable podcast. It's it, uh, we, we we talk about uh, the, the the journey of, uh, uh, that that it's took to get this this record out, and and, and that's a, a a remarkable story. And what you've also got is somebody that feels like they've got a second chance at life, and and it and and. And Peter comes alive and and, and chats like uh, with such passion about music and uh, and I don't think we're too dissimilar in age and so we've got very very similar tastes in in, in music we was exposed to in our formative years and uh, and we have a lovely a lovely chat about some great records and uh, you're in for a real real treat on 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 this podcast and I felt very privileged to um, to have been in the room and listened to to Peter tell this story. Um, if it's your first time listening to Off The Beaten Track, hello, welcome. Uh, it's nice to have you on board. You've missed a lot. We've done well over 470 episodes now. So um, when you finish this chat, go and have a look in the archive because, blimey, yeah. I'm trying to think, have I had any other people that do film scores? Dan Pemberton. I've had Dan, Daniel Pemberton on. Um, recorded that way back when I first started. Um, and yeah, but if you like production and that, then I've you know producers i've had butch fig on who produced uh nirvana and smashing pumpkins and such and 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 i guess you know let's let's fat boy slim's a producer uh he's an amazing dj but you know essentially he's a producer um 
and yeah, and if, if you like, you know, your bands and, and actors and comedians and DJs, just go and have a good old rummage around in the archive when um, when you finish this chat today because, like I say, there's hundreds and they're, and they're all there to be listened to and enjoyed for free. I've got a few thank yous quickly. Uh, I'd like to thank Scribius Pip and everybody at the Distraction Pieces Network, which this podcast is very proud to be part of. Um, and I'd like to thank the Blue Murder Club. The Blue Murder Club's a true crime podcast and it's the team over there that produce this podcast. So um, so huge thanks and uh, to, to the team over at Blue Murder Club. Go check them out. Um, it's a wonderful true crime podcast. Um, and what I will say as well is if you'd like to support the podcast, um, then, then there's several ways you can do that. The first way is just to... If you see us on the social medias, just give us a little like, a love, a share, a retweet, whatever platform you see us on. You could just nudge your mate and go, I heard this podcast the other day called Off The Beaten Track uh, with this lispy Essex guy. Um, give him a nudge and tell him about the podcast. Um, but then there's some ways that you can support it. Um, and, and and those other ways are, if you go in the show notes to this podcast, there's a, there's a thing called Buy Me A Coffee. You can click on there and you can buy me a coffee. I like coffee. Or there's a Patreon. And that Patreon will cost you a dollar a month. It's only a dollar a month because, well, we're in tough times, right? Um, and if you can spare that, I think that, that, that works out at about 75p a month. And what you get for that is you get to watch all the episodes. Um, I put all the videos on, on the Patreon so you can go and watch them. Um, I also put up mixtapes, little radio shows. Um, there's always a fair few bits of content go up each week and also once a month I do a live show on Zoom and you're welcome to come along and you can get involved and, and we talk about records on there and it's a totally non-judgy it's not you know you're not walking up to a set of high fidelity it's 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 really it's a really lovely bunch of people it's a very sweet little uh, hour that we spend on Zoom where we just pick one of the questions from the podcast and, and we all talk about what record we would have chosen and it's 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 a lovely little thing uh, and so you get all of that for uh 70 70 odd p a month uh over on patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash off the beat and track pod uh, off the beat and track um and that's beat and it's not beaten if you see what i've done there beat and track kept it about music didn't i Anyway, uh, you can find out about that. Um, and if you want to find out anything more about the podcast, then uh, you can head over. We've got a website, offthebeatandtrackpodcast.com. Uh, other than that, just uh, sit down, make yourself comfortable because you're in for a treat. Please enjoy Off the Beat and Track Podcast with the delightful Peter Rayburn. <laughs> It's off the beat and track podcast on the Distraction Pieces Network. With me, Stu Whipping. We are recording. Peter, how are you today? I am very well, Stu. Happy to be chatting with you today. Lovely. I really. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. It's uh, it's we're recording this one at the end of the day, so um, it's it's quite nice. I've kind of finished all the the kind of admin for the day, so I'm relaxed and, and I'm going to sort of finish off the day of a, a lovely natter about music, which is... Uh, that wow. sounds good. I'm watching I'm watching London, the London lights come on and uh, and the sky, the sky get dark, which is always a lovely moody feeling here. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, let's, let's kick things off um, straight away with the, 
the, the, the track listings. And, and I'm going to ask you for track one to tell me the song, uh, please, Peter, that you regard as having the greatest ever intro. So first of all, this is a difficult one to answer. There are many that came to mind. Everyone says this is a difficult one. Because, because, because I have to tell you, the one that came to my mind, first of all, which isn't the one I chose, was Locomotive Breath um, by Jethro Tull. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking great intro. Yeah. But And then Lowe's came to my mind, and, and, and of all kinds and all genres, because I love, you know, crawling into every genre. Um, but... The one I've I've landed on is is Money by Pink Floyd. Lovely. I mean that's it's perfect, right? <laughs> I mean it 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 was the first time I ever heard it's just on so many levels that intro is 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 kind of transcendent. Yeah. Uh the use of sound, rhythmic sound, the use of <sighs> the use of the, the actual coin itself and the and the machine of of, of, of capitalism kind of grinding away into a beat that then becomes a groove. I mean, it's, it's just effortless and, yeah. and, and very, um, very telling. So I think I had to go with that because of all of its meanings, but there's so many intros that came to my mind, but I, if I had to choose one, I'll go with that one. And that's quite an, an, an instant one. I, when, when, when you agreed to do this, I was like, well, I wonder where he's going to go with this because I think, We'll get into a more of an introduction about you and and and, and the record and your journey uh, in in a moment. But knowing that you do, you know, the, the film scores and such, I expected something to be far more vast and 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 you know, to to sort of a bit of a journey to get to the you know, to for want of a better description, the money shot of of, of the strong. And it's it's always really interesting when when I speak to musicians on the podcast that it's always that kind of. They go one way or the other. They just go for something more expansive and, and, and you know, the, the journey into the, you know, where it all drops. Or they're just like, oh, it's helped by the Beatles. Bang, straight in, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm always I'm... intrigued which, which, which side they go on. And I think that's where the kind of, the, why everyone says this is the hard one. Because I think so many people have got them beautiful intros that I guess in the time that we live in now, if you were to take some of these huge intros like something as simple as Bohemian Rhapsody and, and you take yeah. that to a record label now as a pop band, they'd laugh you out the door. They're like, what, 20 seconds and nothing's happened? No chance. Uh, I mean, they were they, they were laughed out the door then. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so not, nothing's changed really in that respect, yeah. you know, truly. I, yeah, I, I think that, that, I mean, yeah, many Queen intros could have been it. Many Bowie intros could yeah. have been it. Um, and then some classical, you know, preludes to operas came to my mind. Yeah. It was just... And and so many expansive pieces of music, dance music intros that just blow your mind. Yeah. As as you say, to the drop, it was all about. I mean, intros essentially are just a kind of big old wind up to the drop. Yeah. And and, and I think money does that in a in a just a different way. It's absolutely a a propulsion in. Yeah. But it's got a kind of cynicism. Um, and I think also because I've spent a lot of my life working with sound. Yeah. And sound, you know, as music people, a lot of the time, uh, I think people forget how how we're sound people. Yeah. And so hearing hearing sound in motion, I've spent a lot of my life putting sound together in rhythmic and musical ways with chords and tones and all kinds of things. So I think that was probably something that I heard as a young teen. Yeah. And and was like, okay you can do that with sound and I'm, I'm, I'm and make it into music. That's something I, I can definitely get my head around. 
Lovely. It, it, it's, it's really strange. You, you, you know, you're sort of talking about the sort of sonics of that that track, and and and, and I, I guess Pink Floyd, pretty much in general. Um, I'm a fan of the band. I'm not a super fan, but if I get new headphones, it sounds ridiculous. Is if I get new headphones, <laughs> I always go right. Where's Dark Side? And like, and I listen to Dark, Dark Side yeah. of the Moon on yeah. headphones yeah. to see how good my headphones are. It's a, everyone's got that record that's that's their 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 headphone their headphone. Absolutely, record. a lot of producers I've worked with, and I love the fact that it's not even necessarily their taste in music. It's yeah. just they trust and they know the mix, and they can just. I have I have a few, you know, that are just like, yeah, okay, we're set up, let's work. Yeah, love it, um, love it. Just, 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 just producers who we trust. Well, t- I, I'd like you to sort of be, you know, do a bit more while we're talking intros. In, in, introduce yourself a little bit more because um, your story is remarkable, and it's a, a key part of the of, of the record that's that, 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 that that's, that's that's happening. Um, tell us a little bit about recovery please Peter. so so recovery is a, a record that i'm very lucky to have had a chance to make um i've had a a career as a film composer music producer um working a lot in the film and the tv area not uniquely but a lot and um yeah have lots of lots of things to show for that but i always have gone on my musical journey pr- privately as well and and shared that and um just when i was in the middle of all of that i I got stopped in my tracks just coming up for uh a year over a year and a half ago now and i suddenly got stopped and and had to have emergency and very brutal brain surgery um and it was a complete shocker i had um being a music person it was of course my ears that gave it away to me so I, I, you know, listening to one's body and your your ears and trusting that is so important. I hear so many stories about people who, like a guy was meditating, and it, and he he realised he was having a heart attack while he was meditating. And if he hadn't listened to his body, it's a really good yeah. mate of mine out in LA where I live, and he he said if he hadn't listened to his body, he'd have absolutely not had a chance of becoming a member of the club that many of us are a member of, which is a, another chance, the, other, the one more chance club. Yeah, and um and. Uh, my 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 situation was I had no choice but to have this surgery, and it was a very uh, rare and strange occurrence that I had, and a long a long surgery that then had no certainty of making it through. Um, I'm a father. I'm a husband. I'm a. I've got a lot of music to make in my life. I've got a lot of love to give, a lot to learn, and I just couldn't bear the thought of that being the end and so from a, a, um, an ear problem that you you see it wasn't an ear problem but i heard i heard my i heard there was something wrong with my brain through the resonance in my head it didn't sound right it's like you know when you put your headphones on and it yeah. doesn't sound right it didn't sound right in my head wow. and it took a long time to diagnose it what was going on but it just you know I, I'm, a, I'm a singer obviously and i and i was singing and i just it just didn't feel right it was imbalanced it was resonant and it took a long time to to diagnose what was happening so eventually right in the heart of covid i um i having had covid and and um essentially coughed my head to smithereens with it this was out in uh, in los angeles i then i then went to see someone and from from journey to journey i found a, a more knowledgeable doctor 
until finally I found the kind of the man basically <laughs> who, yeah. who understood who understood what was going on with me and extremely concerned but very cool and he said it was time for a craniotomy I didn't even know what the word craniotomy was it sounded like a horror movie yeah um and I you presume know, it was, it's not actually too far from a horror movie what they do I imagine. no it was a it was a horror movie but 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 it was a it was you know when something happens to oneself um it's it's so real that um my 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 I didn't have a choice so I just trusted this person and I put all my you know all my trust into him and into his colleague he was an amazing neurosurgeon and that's my story I went into this uh process I I um surrendered I got my affairs in order and I knew that if this was it this was it but I could only love as much as possible for as long as I could I could do that and I never thought I never never thought that I wasn't going to make it and I knew that I just had to trust and music of course it's central to my life it's been central to my life since a very very young age um I can I can pinpoint those moments that that made me into a you know to basically to, to devote my life to music yeah. and um after the surgery it was a very long surgery and afterwards um it was a bit like a, a whole reboot of my brain um somewhere between a reboot and a kind of renaissance but it was also really disturbing and, it, and I had to start again I had to kind of build myself up again from scratch it took about a year um not really being able to move and and certainly hearing was strange eyesight was strange and I didn't know if I was going to be able to work again but I said to um I said to my amazing doctor when he came to see me after the surgery which was very very long surgery he said I said if if, if you tell me I can work again the first piece of music is a is a thank you to you and he just looked at me so humbly and he said that would be my honor I was like no that is my honor because he knew he knew what I do yeah. for a living. And um, eventually I got, I started recovery and recovery is something which in my opinion is happening all the time to all of us. It's happening to planet earth. Yeah. Uh, it's happening to, to, to every part of us, the regeneration, the ability to be our best selves, the ability to get up again and, and try better, learn more, you know, it's it's that for me is recovery and it can be behaviorally it can be from you know suffering from a, a grief or from a medical situation like myself or it could just be a grievance um it can be the littlest or the biggest thing because from my experience sometimes the littlest things feel like the biggest things and the biggest things feel just like they are which is kind of the way it goes and it's all about how we how we manifest ourselves i think so for me i i embraced hope and i embraced uh, trust and after I I started to be able to hear um, stereophonically and really well I'm so grateful to say uh, really well again and I was just putting together a, my studio you know which was which, which was my way of saying I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna see what happens if I can still do this um, get back on the horse the musical horse so to speak and uh, and out comes a little hook uh, on the piano, on my beautiful piano, and I've often said and thought that when 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 something comes out effortlessly, it's it's like a friend, it's like a new friend, little a little melody, a little piece, uh, a companion, 
and it often expresses things that words just can't even get close to yeah. and it and it has this um persistence it has this sense of hope but it also isn't scared of saying that this is not easy yeah this life is not always easy and um and i couldn't kind of shake it so i made it into a thank you piece for my doctors and that was the beginning of the recovery record it was a, a pure humble thanks and i sent it to I, I i recorded on it the whole recording of it was very um kind of improvisational in a way it was extremely um in a way that the the, the, the same as, as just being in the in the moment of, of of the surgery or the recovery itself just having a different relationship with a kind of slipstream of of music which i think doing things for other people all the time it's quite hard to find those slipstreams but when so when 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 one is in a survival mode, it's all one big slipstream. If that makes any sense to you, Stuart. Absolutely. Absolutely. So basically, I started this record, and um, the doctors had this amazing response to it. They just—it wasn't just a thank you from them. It was more than that. And one thing led to another, and people started hearing it. Just a few people, and they encouraged me to keep going. So as I started to recover more and more every day. I started to develop this into a full-length record. And I'm proud to say, by the time I got to the end of it, seven tracks goes recovery 1.0 to 7.0. By the time I got to 7.0, I was I was a lot better than when I was 1.0. So the thought of being able to share, share that space with people um, in the hope that they can connect in some way and um, with whatever they're going through in their life, that that's the that's the kind of, that's a privilege for me. Um. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And I feel very privileged that you've, you've come in and you've just shared that. Like, it's a, a remarkable, remarkable story. And thank you so much, uh, Peter, for, 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 for saying that. Um, We'll pick back up on 
uh, on the record uh, uh, towards the, the, the close of the podcast, but I'm going to take you back now. I mean, it, mm. it's a very emotional thing you've just said there, so it kind of fits very nicely with the next question. I'm going to ask you to, to, to go back and tell me uh, the first song that you remember hearing that had an emotional impact on you, please. Well, again, the brilliant questions of tracks. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm picking David Bowie changes. Um, it was, it was that that I think it switched me on. It didn't just have an emotional impact. It turned me on. Yeah. And, it, and I'm still on. Yeah. I never went off. Um, and it woke me up out of my, you know, uh, young, early pre-teenage slumber. And it took me out of my kind of self and showed me that there's just this, I, I just hadn't heard anything like it before. And the kind of celebration and the commiseration all at once. I just couldn't believe that, that clash of wonderment and the production, everything about it, just the massiveness of that chorus. The honkiness, the honky tonkiness, it just, it just, it just grabbed me, and I, and I absolutely think that piece, you know, uh, that has to be the one. Oh. It has to be changes. Tell me the emotion, if you had to pinpoint it, Peter, that 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 you got hearing that. I think, I think it's 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 this feeling of disorientation, and this feeling of of bewilderment. Yeah. Don't know what I'm going through, you know. I just don't know what I'm going through. And then this reassurance, which is the overriding chorus feeling, reassurance that it's okay to be changing. It's okay to be in in flux. Yeah. Um, and and let's sing about that yeah. kind of weirdness and pain and, and disorientation. Be okay with not being okay. Yeah. And I mean and I think that. That is, I don't know if that describes the emotion okay, but but I, I have to say it's this feeling of, you know, of celebrating the um celebrating the pain. Yeah. In a kind of upbeat way. And it's I think it's a mixture of emotions, but but that's kind of how I that's how I felt. And aside from sort of sonically, tell me about the impact as a as a young lad seeing David Bowie because you know what remarkable what a remarkable thing to look at like you know yeah. whatever he was changing yeah. into because he evolved con constantly and yeah. every single time it was just something like just he looked astonishing and like yeah. I mean as, as a young lad I, I kind of caught him around I, I guess less dance and and I just remember thinking, yeah. "Oh my God, will you look at this guy? He's remarkable!" Yeah. And yeah, t t tell me about like you know the the, the visual impact of, of of an artist like David Bowie on on a young Peter. I mean, it was it was an astounding impact it had on me. It was the, it was the it was this visual sonic spectacle in one. It was a creature. He was a creature that was so alive and so unashamed to be himself. Yeah. And I think so many artists credit him as giving them license to be who they wanted to be. Absolutely. Not who they were expected to be. And I think we witnessed so much people trying to sound like other people, trying to be like other people, trying to look like other people. Yeah. 
I mean, the amount of pressure there is. Yeah. And I feel like he broke that mold, whether he was miming or whether he was, you know, he had his, his, his red shoes on in Let's Dance. You know, he was always just himself and he was always acting. He was always being, you know, and I was always so interested in his inner self. Yeah. And I think that, that, so I always found there was a big, there was a big discrepancy sometimes between his performance and his inner being. And, and as I studied him more and more and got to learn more about him and got to meet him one time, I saw that he's, you know, a very vulnerable person. Yeah. Um, who, who never stood still. Yeah. And I, I just, I just found his, yeah, his, his, he was a, an ongoing piece of, theater and he never stops for me it never stops he's still got going he never got I, boring I, did he he never got never boring. got boring he never got boring right up until his his passing and i i i i wish we weren't talking about him in the past tense because yeah. it it never feels real uh when when people like him um absolutely. you know transcend absolutely let's keep it in the, the the formative years and i'm going to ask you for track three to tell me the song that reminds you of your time at school please Again, I mean, the journey from there was so many because there was different parts of my life then, and there was there was you can have you know, some honourable mentions. I I thought you know for a minute I thought it was going to be the cramps. Uh, you oh, got good taste, lovely. you know. I thought I thought you got good taste was going to take it, and and it did, you know. And then I listened back to it and I was like, you know, that is definitely a area, big area, and there was so much influence in those days of from, you know. From the kind of the post post punk era, really, um, but again, what came and shook me and knocked me and never left me, uh, the 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 record the, the records that were on my Walkman, Sony Walkmans, proper cassette Walkmans, uh, on on those two buses to school and two buses back, it was Hendrix. It's got to be Hendrix, and and you know I was loving the music that was going on at that point. But it didn't have the um, the intrinsic wildness of of Hendrix that I was looking for. That I that was reflecting what what the kind of rebel in me was feeling. The music, the budgeting musician in me, and it was it was a, it was very neat and tidy. A lot of the music going on around then, yeah. or it was it was, and, and I just so yeah. So I, I'm going for Foxy Lady because I think it also woken. It awakens the kind of sexuality of a teenager. It's so, so, so alive. And he's so um, virile, you yeah. know, and I, and I was shy, actually, at that point in my life. I was shy. So hearing this, it's like, come on. And when I could play that stuff, I could play those riffs, I could sing those riffs. I could sing them and I was, I could, I could, and it was just being able to embody that character of this, of this inner kind of sexual confidence that was so un-English. And, and you're right insofar as, you know, that, that kind of, so much of that stuff that come in that post-punk scene was quite clean and cold and clinical and didn't have that looseness that you get from, you know, the wildness of Jimi Hendrix. I, I, I completely, completely get what you're saying. And th th them buses, you know, going home, where, where was home? So home in those days was London. Mm. Uh, home now is LA. I was born in South Africa, and um, but I'm I've been a Londoner for most of my life. Fond fond memories of growing up in London. 
very mixed memories of growing up in London, but very, you know, a lot of, um, you know, we were immigrants in London and, and we were made to feel at home some of the time and less at home. It was a very, uh, you know, an interesting, uh, I've got an interesting background because I was born into uh, apartheid South Africa and that's where I was, you know, it was a really tricky time to be born there. Yeah. And then we moved to London when I was young. So, but very, but, yeah, I mean, very fond memories of London. I think London's like nowhere else and I feel very proud to be from London. Yeah. Um, but, but but you know it was it was it had some edgy times for sure in those days it was you know it had it had all kinds of um different it wasn't it didn't feel like the safest time in the world yeah. it didn't feel you know but I, I i needed to be out on the streets i couldn't be inside you know yeah did you i'd see what was going on and listen to listen to the music of, of of the streets did you enjoy school i struggled at school i really did um i had some fun I was at an old boys school, which was kind of um, not my scene. And there's a lot of macho stuff going on. And I'm not really into that. Yeah, uh, I never was. I, I I struggled actually with some some academic stuff and others I flourished in. So I was very imbalanced at the school, but I made the most of it. Um, I think I, I think I struggled a little bit at school, actually. It, it, I was a late bloomer. Was you a creative um, kid? I was creative, certainly creative with um, with music. I, I and with 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 kind of English and writing and stuff. I, I I couldn't do any science. I was just useless. I was always disorientated, which is probably why the the Bowie track always helped me because I was useless at geography. In fact, I said to my neurosurgeon, "While you're there, will you sort out my GPS because it's <laughs> dreadful, it's horrendous." And he said, "You see what you can do." I'm not sure he got down to that. There's other there's other more urgent stuff to do. So I. I so I did. I, I did struggle to feel at home um, in some ways, but I also got by and always connected with good people. Um, occasionally, got in with the wrong people. Yeah. Uh, I think we all like to try different things. Absolutely. But for for me, um, you know, for example, I there was you know I, I couldn't do anything to do with violence at school, and, and to me, all of these kind of clubs they were violent or they were to do with maps. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. So, you know, I, I persuaded them to let me set up the music society. And that was it. Then it was all good. So did you know what you wanted to do when you was at school? No. No. Did music I, seem I, like I, a viable I, option? No, not really. I mean, my grandfather was an opera singer, but he was told to get a proper job before yeah. he could marry my granny. So no, I mean, there was no security in it. There's musicians in my family, for real. Like, there's lots of people who've who devote their life to music, but it didn't. I mean, I don't think my parents were thinking that could be practical to actually earn a living through music. And I, I think they thought I would just um, grow out of it. Yeah. And I was asked to join bands when I was 14, 15 to go on the road. Cause I, you know, I could keep a rhythm. That's all you needed in, that, yeah. in those days. Is if you can, if you can stay in time, yeah. you're in. Yeah. And I could stay in time. <laughs> Cause that was, that was basically all that, you know, that's all you need to be able to help create a, you know, a backbeat. Um, was was home musical? It was not a musical as my home. I've got a musician wife, and I've got kids, and we're always that's a. I think we're a musical home yeah. in the in the in the truest sense of the word. We're singing, we are playing. There's 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 it's, it's it's there was music around. Certainly a lot of classical music, a lot of opera. Um, my sister was is a really good pianist and play the violin. I was much more rebellious around all this stuff. Yeah. So it became very musical once I started playing. Yeah. Um, but 
so yeah, for me, once it once once I discovered music, once the Hunky Dory and the, and the Hendrix started to and the and the, and the Pink Floyd and and just all the you know even Jeff Beck who died last week, I mean all the all the greats, I studied all the greats, just just and I didn't think I was studying them, I just was absorbing yeah. absorbing them. Peter Green, the original guitarist in Fleetwood Mac, I mean he he blew my mind yeah. in a way so so early on. Um, and just the soulfulness of, of 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 amazing people, I got that 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 then became my my addiction, and um, and so for me it was very musical because it was all going on in my bedroom. But yeah. I is no, it didn't go. But I had a friend; he's still one of my closest mates, and his dad had a rocking record collection, a really good one. Prop. I mean, I and I don't know how much I've got quite a lot of records now, and I'm, I'm not sure how they would weigh up, but it felt like he had a sea of vinyl. Yeah. And I'd go there every day after school and we would just start mucking into it. So I went seeking out like any good hunter would. Yeah. Wonderful. And we, 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 got, we got through his dad's records one by one and we just discovered gem after gem after gem. Well, let's, let's talk uh, records. What was the first record you bought from a record store? Well, I, um, I think it's either uh because i haven't got that anymore i think it's either um easy lover maybe a guilty pleasure which is by the, the philip bailey and the philip collin people you may remember that one did that remember do you remember that one? Oh, easy lover some incredible record like... it's funny how it, 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 it is a cracker so easy lover grabbed me because it's got a big old sting to it and it's oh. like what is an easy lover i didn't know what easy lover was i didn't so i think easy easy lover and then i think uh it may have gone very close to uh, hot chocolate, you sexy thing. Oh, I mean, two, two absolute. Crackers, those two, yeah. those, those two. I think hand by hand, hand. And I did try, like you know, it was Ultravox and Depeche Mode. I was really into those bands and all the. But there's just no, I know it didn't. Uh, you know, the, the the first two, I would say. Um, I think past the Dutchie was also around that time. Oh, that grabbed me. I remember seeing past an interview the with them on on yeah. on uh, Newsrand, uh, <laughs> and I remember saying that they didn't have to go to school, and I was thinking, that's what I want to do. I want to be in a band, so when I'm like fourteen, I haven't got to go to school. I can be like the kids at Grange Hill or Musical Youth. Oh, wonderful! How, <laughs> how was how, how was school for you? Uh, Classic in between. Uh, told the careers teacher I wanted to be a rock star. He told me to get a proper job. Uh, then I told him I wanted to be a stunt man. And then I got asked to leave the office. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, let, uh, let, let, let's talk Easy Lover because no one's mentioned uh, that on this yeah. podcast. And we're, we're 470 episodes in there. And yeah. and, and, and it's, it's such a perfect pop record. And and Phil Bailey wasn't the vocalist in Earth, Wind & Fire, was he? But he was, I think, the guitarist in Earth, Wind & Fire, I think. Or yeah. he, he was definitely... The... Yeah. But if you've got that guy in your band and he's not the singer, it shows how good the singer in Earth, Wind & Fire is because Phil Bailey's falsetto on that track is absolutely amazing. It's huge, overblown, pomp 80s production, isn't it? And it's so punchy. It's, it, it's incredible. And that's obviously... Uh, Phil Collins, uh, as he's starting to kind of maybe move away from Genesis and become a pop star rather than a, yeah. a, a prog star. Um, yeah, glorious I, I think, record. I think, Phil, I think Phil Bailey was what did sing for Earth One. I think he was. I think for my memory, there was there was a couple of there was two right. singers. Okay. okay, so I think he was he was more than. I mean, they, 
I think there were two. Yeah. Because I remember seeing, I remember seeing the two of them. They used to just stack all their vocals. Yeah. To so I think there were two of them that yeah. were. That's I'm pretty sure that he was. But yeah, I mean, there was that. I don't know what that record was. It was just, it was electric. It was yeah. electric, and they were just so um, on it. Yeah, absolutely. What, what a great they were just time totally for music as well. Like, you know, you talk about Depeche Mode, and uh, I'm a huge fan because they're, they're Essex yeah. players, and and you know, they're, they're of course, of course, and they 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 cut their teeth. They were the resident band in, in my nightclub back in the day. Wicked. And uh, so, so fiercely proud of them and their, and, and watching yeah. them evolve from a, a, a pop band into something so much darker and, 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 and sinister. And yeah. And, and the early Ultravox records as well, like sonically phenomenal. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And what was, what was it? You, you, it was Philip Bailey and what was the other one you chose? I, I, you know, the hot chocolate hot classic. Chocolate. Oh, what a perfect piece I, I, of I, you, you must you must have had that a few times or not? No, no. Really? No, no, not had it yet. I mean, again, that that track is another. I think a lot of these when you know, that's why it's so interesting to answer your your thoughts because it's like it was like what switched me on. Yeah. You know, when did the lights start turning? Yeah. From from kind of like red to green. Yeah. And I think that hot chocolate is another. All these records, I mean, they're, to be honest, they're, they're, they're all very um, just kind of comfortable in their own skin. Yeah. It's and I think, I think that, you know, it. and I think, I think that's what I was searching for because I probably wasn't. Yeah. yeah. And so I think, I think whether it's Foxy Lady or, or Easy Lover or, you know, um, there are so, they're, they're just, you know, these, these, productions that just had such good vibes and i think that's what i was responding to because i didn't need to necessarily hear people moaning yeah so that's probably moaning enough by myself yeah, yeah. so i was just and I, I i you know i've always been fascinated by by um yeah what 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 just you know when music can just turn things around same as people can there was someone at my in my work yesterday and i was having like a serious day and she just her smile just completely turned the day around for me and I think mine for her. It's like that's what music can do. It's just that you know, indescribable. Absolutely. Well, look, we're talking uh, good times. Let's go clubbing. Tell me the song. Uh, well, that soundtrack them for you. I mean, that's a, that is probably the trickiest of the lot because I have different different me's and different times of my life, different decades where where different things were happening, um, and different, you know. different episodes because obviously when I was up in Manchester for, for a good long while and, and at a very formative time in Manchester history. Oh my God. Was and, you there at the late yeah. 80s, early nineties? I was in, in the nineties. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about right, that. right, right. Early nineties. So I was there at a critical time. Um, but before we go there and, and, and then the list is endless there, obviously, but, but it was actually, I think, you know, and it's not, it's not an English outfit, but there was a track I remember hearing in, um, in the Wag Club in London. Oh, shout out the Wag Club! Oh, I, I, I heard it in the Wag, and I swear to God, it was like this is the coolest shit I've ever heard. And I just was on that dance floor with a bunch of friends and all these, all these lovely people that I'd never met and was never going to meet again. But we were all just in it, and that's the feeling that 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 when you are that, that, that I go back to. Um, I, I must have been sixteen, so pretty young to be at the WAG club. Um, 
But um, Gene Knight, Mr. Big Stuff. Oh, what a and, and remixes of, because yeah. there was plenty of DJ remixes going on at that day where already people were starting to chunk it out. Yeah. Oh, what and, uh, and, and Mr. Big Stuff, it's just right from the off. It is. It, and I think it's also just maybe, maybe it's also just about you know a woman just saying don't don't get you too big for your yeah. boots you know you yeah. know you're not all that yeah and i think i needed to hear that i think we all did yeah hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince i'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands and they partner with factories that prioritize safe ethical and responsible manufacturing i love that luxury quality within reach go to quince.com style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order quince.com style Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, if we're going to start throwing cool points around, so you cut your teeth at 16 in the wag. Yeah. And then a few years later, you're hobnobbing around the hacienda. I was hiding. Come hiding. On, that's too cool hiding, for school. <laughs> hiding in the hacienda. Hiding in the hacienda we, 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 before it opened to make sure we got in because it was the absolute <laughs> heyday. Hiding in. We, we hid. We hid in, in little places, became friends with it. And, and, and it was phenomenal. I mean, it was... It wasn't like anything else, it, you know. It, it's not like there's one track though that I would like to talk about because it was an entire yeah. world. It if was you, a whole you, world. If you were to put yourself in the middle of the hacienda now with your eyes shut, what would you hear? I mean, I remember insomnia hitting me really hard there. Yeah, the faithless track. Yeah. You know that. You know, I remember that that track, which wasn't. It was probably more of a come down moment in that in yeah. that night. But I remember that being dropped. And in between, much harder stuff. Yeah. And it was just like, because he he passed what last week yeah, week before Maxi last Jazz, as well. Yeah. You know, actually, yeah. Jazz passed. So I, I wanted to mention that as well because, and it was just, I, yeah, it was probably five in the morning or four in the morning when that came on, yeah. and it was just, it was a perfect moment. Wonderful. Uh, it's one of those eternalized club moments. So I'm going to say that one. There was so many beats and so many tunes, and a lot of it was just, you know, it was it was as well about the DJs in, in, yeah. in, in, in at that point, wasn't it? So, but it was, 
and I, I was always so excited when when creativity of of people who were um, who were putting things behind records before they knew how to produce yeah. remixes, because that was the time for yeah. I was right there, and I, and I, it taught me my trade, listening. Yeah. So I was that. So I was I was I was actually studying environmental philosophy, believe it or not. But I was learning music in the clubs, playing in bands. Um, whether it, and, and it was you know fr from the from the hardest club stuff to the Manchester stuff to the acid jazz that was all bir birthing around there as well. It was a mad time uh, in the early nineties, wasn't it? When, when you, it you, was. know, you just rattled them off, and you, you do go there was the whole kind of Manchester thing, and then you know that, and and you had that whole UK soul scene as well with like you know Massive Attack and Soul to Soul and and and, and the stuff wow. that was going on there, and then obviously what. You know, Eddie Pillar was doing with acid jazz and, and with Caldwell yeah. and JTQ yeah. and that, that whole scene yeah. was, it was just, a, a, and, and do you know what? So much of it was British. Yes. And and it wasn't it was. until maybe 92 that people cast their eye over to Seattle when, when guitars took over the world for a bit. But, you know, up <laughs> until then, it, it, it was, it was, it was all the biggest music we was hearing was all British music. And, and totally. So exciting. We, we were, we were we were back on top again and it was just it was coming from every angle yeah. whether it was you know whether it was programmed or whether it was played yeah. it was all happening it was such a renaissance time it was kind of relief of being out the 80s yeah um for me yeah actually uh, even though looking back there's so many great tunes from the 80s yeah i i think that i think that there, there's so many other you know there's so many other other pieces of music that just from that period, um, you know, that, 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 that stand out, but yeah, that, that whole, the whole, it was when kind of, it, it was, it was the period of time where, where no one slept. Yeah. And it was just all happening. And I was so grateful for that. And I was so, you know, I was also hanging out with classical musicians. Yeah. Um, cause I was always into that as well. Yeah. So I was always embracing you know, classical musicians were always great clubbers as well. You know, yeah. it, was, it was a kind of a really nice cocktail of of people there at that point, and and a wonderful atmosphere of creativity and debauchery. Love it, love it. Well, look, I'm going to take you home for this track, and I don't know where home is. Uh, so, for track six, I'm going to ask you to tell me uh, a favourite song from an artist from your home county. Where's where's where have you gone for this? South Africa? Have you gone London? Well, I've gone South Africa. I, I, I've gone South Africa. I, I could have so. I mean, it, you know, I probably avoided some of the more obvious things about England because I, I can be sure that the pieces closest to my heart are closest to a lot of people's hearts. Sure, um, but I um. I always call, you know, Cape Town in South Africa is 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 called the Mother City. That's its actual name, Mother City. And it has an incredible musical tradition. South Africa has an amazing musical tradition. And there's a piece of music by that for me, the Queen, uh, the, the Queen of South Africa music, Mira Makeba, and she uh, she sings a song called Nomeva, and it again, it's just the warmth, the, the joy, the pain, the precision, it's all there. And I just wanted people to hear that. So I'm going for one of her less obvious pieces um, so people can discover that. Nomeva by, uh, by Rian Rakeba. Beautiful. And while you're recommending 
let's let, let's let's keep that that ball rolling for track seven. And this is your opportunity to to introduce someone to something new. Uh, furthermore, and for that question, I'm going to ask you please to tell me a song that you think many of our listeners uh, will not know that you would like them to hear. So I, uh, again, I, I struggled with this one. And in the end, I I love it when, the, when we hear human voices doing what we're not necessarily expecting them to do. I always find that very exciting. And a great, uh, one of the great classical composers, Gabriel Fauré, um, his, his, his masterpiece, Pavan, um, but performed by Bobby McFerrin. And Bobby McFerrin, for me, always, like, again, he, he switched me on to another hole and, and never stops yeah. doing so. It wasn't just, you know, don't worry, be happy, which is also a great message to hear yeah. when you're, you know, but it was just this whole world of, 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 yeah. of sounds and, 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 and tones and beats. So much influence uh, he's had on 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 a, on a on a world of music, but he 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 tried he he more than he more than tried his hand uh, working with classical music and Pavan uh, with him on lead is 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 for me a very very beautiful piece of music. So I would love um, people to to give that a whirl. I will make it easy for them to do that because we we put together a Spotify playlist to accompany uh, the pod so people can go and. Uh, check out all of your picks as well as uh, recovery. So, where are we at with it at the moment? What's coming up? What's the plans for for the rest of twenty twenty three? Well, twenty twenty three is still luckily a, a, a young a young person of the year. So we're just getting going. I'm I'm here to, to chat with you, which is a great a great privilege. I'm we are we've got three tracks out already, but uh, in February the the other four are going to come out, and I'm quite excited about the whole offering because it really is one experience you can pick and choose what you want um but it is it works as a whole i think um so that's going to come out and there's 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 some beautiful uh images that have been shot to go with those um three of those pieces of music for people to be able to kind of really get get embraced by that feeling and it was a great experience that to, to to be on the other side and instead of working as a composer for directors to work with a wonderful director who made beautiful beautiful work very um tactile and symbolic work we uh we wanted to work with you know shadows and we wanted to work without gender or without race as much as possible and just go work with symbols and we we we, we very much did that completely um, and so I'm very proud of that work and I'm proud of the people that did that very grateful. And there's some going to be some, a little bit of live work happening, um, uh-huh. around, around recovery. And we're just gonna, you know, just talk about it more and more and, and, and try and share it. Um, I'm going to have, um, a, a website as well, where people can write to me with their, um, their experience of their recovery. Um, to open up a dialogue that can be any kind of recovery. It really can. I mean, we hear about hardships every day, don't we, Um, of any kind. And I really emphasize this is not a medical record at all. Yeah. It it, it just, that's just one form of of taking life one day at a time um, so that we don't try and do too much. and so, so I, it's just the beginning of, of of sharing it with the world, and and uh, I'm excited to kind of 
so people will be able to write to me and I'll, I will I will write back to them in the form of music, in the form of words, and just really try and open up the discussion so that we can feel comfortable um, and help each other through through the difficult times. Beautiful. So so people uh, can go and hear uh, three of the tracks currently uh, on Spotify. Yeah. We'll add them to the, the, the playlist. If people want to um, see the, the, the images that you've just spoken about, where where's the best place for people to go and capture? They, they can go onto YouTube to Rayburn Recovery Music and um, they, they'll find them right there. Wonderful. We'll add the, the, the link to the show notes so people can find it. Thank you so much. Peter, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. What a remarkable story. And, and it's always an, an, an absolute joy to talk records with people. Like, thank you so much. Oh, thank you for bringing me back to those special places in, in my life. And, and, and it's been really great to have a, a chinwag with you. Oh, chinwag with you. Lovely. I'm going to press stop. Don't go anywhere. All right. There you go. I told you. I told you that was special. What an incredible journey. And honestly, if you've not listened to it already, go go and listen to those three tracks that are on, on, on Spotify. They are absolutely mesmerizing. Uh, it's beautiful music. Um, from an absolutely beautiful human being. Uh, what a lovely, engaging, warm, friendly chat. Um, I'm so glad that... Uh, that, that, that Ben facilitated that and I'm, I'm, I'm so pleased that I now get to share it with you and, and, and hopefully you guys get uh, a fra- even if you get a fraction of the joy listening as I did having that conversation you've had a really really wonderful time as I mentioned at the beginning please go check out the back catalogue now um, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast um, I know these are all the kind of things that every podcaster says but it does help if you can just spend like three seconds and go over to where you've clicked play on this podcast and subscribe or leave a little message or a review that'd be wonderful and 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 it, and it really doesn't take long and it and it means a hell of a lot to to us podcasters um and if you, you you fancy loads more content and you want to watch the podcasts and stuff then head over to patreon.com forward slash off the beat and track um all the links are in the show notes and uh yeah i think i'm done uh, enjoy the back catalogue. Go get stuck into the archive. There's hundreds and hundreds of episodes all there to be enjoyed for free. Uh, otherwise, I'll see you next time. Have a lovely evening. See you soon. Bye-bye.